0: (laughs) life is difficult this is a great truth one of the greatest truths it is a great truth because once we truly see this truth we transcend it once we truly know that life is difficult once we truly understand and accept it then life is no longer difficult because once it is accepted the fact that life is difficult no longer matters. <clears throat> so that comes from this book here, The Road Less Traveled, <clears throat> one of my favorite books of all time. And um, you're all taking this road. You guys are on this road right now, The Road Less Traveled. <clears throat> Being a chiropractor is not the easy road, right? There's a lot of other careers you could have taken that were the easy path. You guys chose the road travel, traveled. And a lot of your patients are choosing the road travel. traveled. The, the kids that we see that are suffering, the parents and the athletes and the senior citizens that we see that are suffering, they're all taking the road travel when they come into your offices, right, they come into your offices because they don't know where else to go. Right? Chiropractic is generally not the first choice for most of these people. You know, if it's a pain thing, most of the time they're taking Tylenol or advil or they're going to doctors and taking some other heavier duty medication. You know, if it's a, a kid on the spectrum, they've seen multiple different people before they're seeing here. they less... But that world less travel, <coughs> we have to understand, and I think this is one of the most important things to learn, and I'm still trying to answer this today, life is difficult. Life is difficult. There's no nobody has ever said that you're gonna no matter what you do, life's gonna be super easy, you're gonna escape through life. That doesn't happen. It's just not the way it is. Life is difficult. But I love what Dr. Peck says. He says, but it's when you accept the fact that life is difficult, then it becomes easier. When you accept the fact that this is not as a, a walk in the park, it's not always gonna be happy sunny days. Rain's gonna fall, the sun rises and sets, it's just the way it is. Right? And we just need to understand that and embrace <clears throat> that. Because there's all going to be times in our lives and times in our patients' lives where life is going up and down. And we need to be able to be okay with that. Because when you're okay with life's ups and downs, when you're okay with frustrations, you know things happen and they get you really frustrated, and then you move on. Right? They're all saying, it's not how many times you get knocked down, it's how many times you get up, it counts. Right? <laughs> and I, I watch kids in my practice who are suffering. I watch adults in our practice who are suffering. And they come to us in the world that's traveled for hope. They come to us because nothing else is worth. And I kind of like being in that position. I like being in the position where I have a chance to shift the trajectory of their life. To make them think that maybe we can get out of this situation. Maybe, maybe this is going to be okay. And to teach them this concept, for the book this travel, that life is difficult. You know, you have, if you are a parent with a kid on the spectrum, your life is going to be difficult. There's no two ways around it, right? As an example, <clears throat> years ago, my wife and I were speaking in Texas, and we were sitting at a red lobster in Texas, trying to eat dinner. And uh, <clears throat> we're, we're here. I'm here, my wife is uh, over there, and a couple of tables down, There is another, there are two families that are together. And one of the kids is on the spectrum. And I knew he was on the spectrum just because I saw him as he walked in, I saw how his body posture was, he was flapping his hands. He wasn't speaking, He's was about eight or nine years old. And I saw the exasperation in the mom. I saw how much she was suffering. Right? You can see it in her face, you can see it in her body posture, and, she, and this, the child was making a lot of noise, right? And everybody in the restaurant is doing what? You know, they're staring at him, right? Because he, and it's not, it's, he doesn't mean to do that. He's, when he's anxious, when a child on the spectrum is anxious, some of their behaviors will get, you know, in, increased. So he's doing more flapping, and he's doing more of the screeching stuff. And he doesn't mean to, and the mom knows that. The mom gets that. You know, she's been watching this for eight years, but there's nothing she can do. So they sit at the table, and the, the place was very, very busy, <clears throat> as most to about usually are. So, and what does the mom want in that one moment? What's my mom like? I just want to eat a meal in peace, right? That's what I want. I just want a meal in peace where my meal isn't interrupted. <clears throat> so he's sitting at the table, and like you can see him. He's like pushing things and, and lifting up forks and then oh, putting the knife in his mouth. And, you know, and the mom is like just getting more and more exasperated. And of course, the wait is longer and longer, you know, because they're not serving them quicker because he's got a special needs kid. They're, they're just taking, they got their, I got this table, then I got this, table, are right. <clears throat> the mom does something that in when I was probably around your age group I would have thought it was unthinkable. But being someone who's worked with kids on the spectrum for many years, I totally get it. So the mom, the, he's just going crazy, 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 and the mom takes the sugar container, the little bowl that's on the table that has the sugar packets and the sweet low and the hoochie sweet and all those other crap that's in it, right? She goes like this, pushes it, right in front of him. What does he do? He starts taking the packets, opening them up, pouring into his mouth. One after the other after the other. And in my, now, and I am watching this way, right? My wife is facing me, and I'm watching this whole thing, right? But I'm watching it from very different eyes, right? because I see other people just going, you know, and people should like learn diplomacy and put on a game face, right? So if you see something in a crowd that you think is crazy, don't make your face show it, right? Just look, right? Because I'm looking and you know, going like, in my brain going, wow. But I'm not, making, I'm not going, and I'm going like this to my name, my friends, you know, like, this, like everybody's doing this, which is just so, I can, do, I can you see the humiliation in a mom's face. But what was the mom thinking in that one moment? Was she thinking, I'm going to make this kid high and sugar and sweet love? What was she thinking? I just want to have a meal in peace with, look like her sister, with my sister and her kids. I just want to have a meal in peace with my sister and my kid and her kids. I just want to have this peace. And, and in her brain, what is she saying about this behavior? I will deal with the consequences later, right? I'll fix this later, I will get the mayhem later, but I I can deal with the mayhem at home, right? At home, he's bouncing off the walls, he doesn't go to sleep, he doesn't do that anymore. Right, it will not be anything new to me. It may be a little bit worse, but I can put him in his room and his room is safe and there's nothing that he can hurt himself in it and he can just go screaming crazy. But for maybe an hour, I got some time. That's the road less traveled. Most people aren't pushing sugar containers in front of their kids expecting them to eat. That's the road less traveled. She, uh, an entire restaurant is watching her behavior, wondering what is going on. And you know what's really sad? Is that most of the people in the restaurant, instead of saying to themselves, that kid has got some challenges, he's neurodivergent." I'm sending some love to that mom. I'm sending love to that boy. I'm gonna give I'm gonna just send my heart to them. They're all gossiping. Right? They're all saying nasty crap and probably texting and Instagramming. Can you believe this parents to doing this? Right? Where's the love? You know what love is? Love, love is the road that's traveling. Love is the road that's traveled. Like that mom doing that, she did that because she loved her son. She didn't do it because she wanted to make her son sick and give him diabetes and God knows what else people might have been posting on Facebook. She's going to give their kid diabetes and that. me, 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 me. She was doing that because she said, I love my son. I know what's going to happen is for him, sugar will calm him down temporarily he will get his french fries and his mac and cheese, which is probably the only thing he'll eat in this restaurant, because that's what these kids eat, because they're very stuck on texture, and they won't have carrots and a salad and tomatoes and stuff. They won't eat that. They can't figure that stuff out. They can't chew that stuff. It doesn't make sense in their mouth. But mac and cheese and pizza and french fries and chicken nuggets, those things make sense. So what do you do if you're a bread lobster? You're not going to get a salad for this kid. You're going to get him some mac and cheese. So she says, "I, I just... If I can give him sugar now and he can eat some mac and cheese in a couple of days when the order finally comes, I can go home and I can take care of him there because I love him. Right? Love is the road less traveled. You know what our patients need more than anything else? is love. It's not only the adjustment. The adjustment is super important. The neurological exercise we give him super important. You know what they really need is love and no judgment. We had a kid come in the other day. This kid was bouncing off the walls. New patient. Bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. And the mom is so embarrassed. I'm like, it's okay. The interns with me. It's okay. It's okay. However, they act, it's totally fine. And she's picking things up and she's talking, and the mom goes, stop, 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 stop. You don't have to do that. This office is totally safe. We have set this place up, knowing this is going to happen. All the outlets are plugged. There's nothing that's sharp in the entire office. Everything is safe. You don't have to worry. But the child do what they want to do. And people don't get that because they're used to being reprimanded. Tell them to stop this. Tell them to stop this. Tell them tell you like do something. I'm not going to do that because I want this kid to feel okay with themselves wherever they're at. Right. That's the road less traveled. That's the thing I'm asking you guys to really think about during, not just your education and not even just in your practices, but if you were sitting in that Red Lobster, right? I want you to put yourself there. If you were sitting in a Red Lobster and you were crossing them, would you be gossiping with this on Facebook and telling all your friends how horrible that mom is? Or would you say, wow, that mom, needs in love. And I'm not going to get up and talk to her because she's probably too mortified and embarrassed but I'm just gonna send it to her. And I'm gonna say to my wife or my partner or whatever, let's send some love their way. Let's send them, let's send them more of the road less traveled. You know the tough road that she is on, let's send them some love because that's the road less traveled, that's different. Most of these people are gossiping, most of these people are saying crap about that mom and about that kid, but we're not gonna do that. We're gonna do something different. Because we recognize, we recognize that life is difficult. We know life is hard, and we accept that life is hard. And when we accept that life is hard, life becomes a little less difficult. And then we can make it less difficult for them. Right? That's why I believe in this slow process. Because if I understand that life is hard and life has trials and tribulations and ups and downs. Then I now am centered enough that with other people I can make them feel better about their own lives. I can help them understand that life is difficult and the sooner that you accept it, the better your life will be. Yes, your child has autism. Yes, I totally have it. I've been around this for many years. I think even if you have, you can bring it. I've seen this, I've heard about it. I know how hard this is. Here to make your life better in some way. A new patient came and said, What are you going to do for my kid? We're going to make his life the best life we can make. <clears throat> That's what we're going to do. I'm not going to make his autism go away. I'm not going to actually make him speak or whatever. I'm going to make his life the best it can be within his limitations. So we're just, so we're showering love, right? Myself, and my interns, my staff, we shower love on these people, and that's <coughs> what brings them that, back, and that's what's gonna build a successful practice. It's not how many bones you can crack and how quick a period of time. You know, it's not how smart you are and many big words you can throw up. It's not how much love you pour on these people. And so, so this, another mom came in yesterday, <coughs> her kid's also special, and she said, your office is like an oasis in a desert of negativity. Yes, we have created that way. We hire our staff that way. We bring on interns that way. We, we bring on people to our practice that are going to love our patients. That, are, that understand the road that's traveled and that want to help them on their road that's traveled to help them just have a little bit better life. Even if just for right now, even if just in our office. And, and the kid can color, and the kid can play, and the kid can use toys, and nobody's gonna yell at some kid who picks up a crayon and throws it and open going up be no screaming, yelling, reprimanding. It's all about whatever. Whatever, we love you the way you are. Right? And to me that's that that's Dr. Sid said, we said all cases, Dr. Sid said. Except of all cases, Regardless of condition, regardless of financial ability. <clears throat> because Dr. Sid created this university based on a road less travel. Right? Ever saying, Life University, why could you name something Light University? What a dumb name that is. Right? That's what, that's what they told him when he was creating this. But that's exactly why he named it this Life University, because it's all about life, right? And how can we make our patients' lives just a little bit better?